Okay, I started this before, but I think I lost it. But anyway, I just finished listening to Brian and Finn's podcast. Uh, really well done. I um, had forgotten some of the points he made before. And, you know, he's been kind of behind me on this journey. Um, and I think part of that is because I think he cared more about what the Bible said than I did. And also the fact that, he, you know, he shared that, you know, because he went to seminary, obviously that's a huge part of his life. And, you know, there's so many warnings in scripture that like, if you go against the Bible or whatever, you're going to get like extra punished. And as we know, punishment and uh, people killing people, God killing people in the Bible is a huge theme. Um, and, you know, who wants to be killed by God who supposedly loves everyone so much? Um, so anyway, the, the podcast was a little bit triggering for me, or not a little bit, kind of a lot, because I really don't care what the Bible says at all. I, um, I have zero respect for the Bible um, and I guess that's because, you know, after years of reading it and then all of a sudden it started to open itself to me in a way that it never had before, where I actually started seeing the stories as if I would have seen them if someone else hadn't told me what they were and what they were supposed to mean. Because if you just find a book on the street and no one tells you anything about it, you get to read it without anyone informing you and saying, oh, this means that because of this, this, and this. You know, you just get to see it for what it says. And so I never had that opportunity. Like, and a lot of people don't. Like, it's very rare to meet someone to be like, oh, I found this book, it was called the Bible, and I read it, and then I just made my own interpretations from it. You know, obviously people are doing that all the time. That's why we have like over a thousand religions because People are doing that every day and it's really messing up a lot of people and, you know, messing up the world in a lot of ways. Um, you know, because it's a very complex book. It's not an easy book. It's not easy to interpret. It's not easy to understand. But anyway, just to give you an example, like, like to me, I would never use a scripture as a reason to believe or not believe that homosexuality was right or wrong. To me, the bottom question is, does homosexuality harm that person and does it harm other people? And because a lot of times that's what sin is. Sin is about hurting other people. Like if you cheat on your spouse, it hurts your spouse, it hurts your kids, it hurts that other family if you're cheating on someone else, you know, cheating with someone else who's also married. Um, you know, so it has implications. If you steal, that hurts the person you stole from because you took from them. And then you, if you get caught, you might have to go to jail and then that's gonna hurt you, your reputation, it's gonna hurt your family. So usually sin is a fallout of consequences. Um, so, you know, being gay, you, if you are of age consenting adult and you consent with someone else who's also a consenting adult, then you're not harming anyone. And um, the same kind of sex that gay people have, heterosexual people have the same kind of sex. And uh, they do the same sex acts. You know, maybe not every heterosexual couple does the same type of sex acts, but a lot of them do because I know a lot of people who are married and single 
and I know that the same stuff goes on in, you know, heterosexual sex as it goes on in homosexual sex. So it's not about the sex act either. Like you can't say that the sex act itself causes harm because it doesn't, because then you could say that about heterosexual people. Um, so basically it has to be with, are you causing harm to a person or to yourself? Um, and the answer to that is no. If it's, if it's consensual and they both want to do that, then there is no harm at all, in my opinion. And I think that's pretty clear uh, at face value. Um, and then we have this angry God who has like so many freaking opinions that he needs to be shut up by somebody um, in the Bible. Like, let me just give you an example of Genesis and the creation of Adam and Eve. And you put them in a garden and then you put a tree in there and you tell them don't eat from it because I just don't want you to with no explanation whatsoever. I mean, you could have put the tree like a hundred thousand miles away. You could have put it on Mars. You could have put it on the moon, but no, let's put it right in the middle. Okay. And then you're going to let the devil Lucifer live with them. You know, you kicked him out. You sent him to earth. You're going to let them live there and then you're going to take your little bitty babies that you like and you're going to put them there with the devil who you hate and who you say wants to destroy humanity, although you want to save it. But who is the one actually putting their kids in a dangerous location? That would be God, not the devil. God puts his babies in the serpent's quarters leaves them there. That's like if I were to have my baby, Liam and Finn and Callum, and then I take them to absolutely the most dangerous place on the planet, and I drop them there, and I leave them there to grow up, and I say to them, hey, don't go pick up that AR-15. Don't just, don't go pick it up. I know it's sitting right there, or don't, I don't know, don't lick the lid of the toilet. It looks like chocolate, but don't lick it. You know, you don't know it's shit, but, you know, looks yummy, but it's really not. So that's what God does. That's what God did. No explanation, no teaching of any kind, no teaching. And then even after she eats the apple, no teaching about, you know, um, how to live life, how to, what goes on in your body about having a baby, like incest too, like their kids start having sex with each other. I mean, supposedly maybe there's some other people on the planet. If there's other people on the planet, how did we all come from Adam and Eve? Okay, that's a problem right there. And if we all came from Adam and Eve, then it's just incest because then their kids were having sex with each other. Um, and they were brother and sister. I mean, she's made out of Adam's DNA. Eve is made out of Adam's DNA, which is the same as a father and a daughter, but she's kind of like his daughter, not like his like another person from another line of DNA. And she's actually made out of his DNA. So she's like his daughter. So that's like Adam is the dad, Eve is the daughter, and he's having sex with his daughter. So these are the things that you're not allowed to think about when you're in Sunday school because no one's ever, people don't even see this when they are looking at the story, stories in the Bible and they're all like this. If you just sit a moment and you try to get rid of everything that you were taught, that humans suck, 
Eve sinned. She gets kicked out because she did something wrong. She disobeyed daddy. Big daddy in the sky. You know, she pissed him off. So fuck her. We're going to kick her out. And then, you know, everybody else gets to go to hell for the rest of their life. You know, and for eternity, if they don't figure out the right answer, you know, living on this ball that's, you know, spinning through space. We have enough to think about, you know, but then we got to think about this, you know, keeping ourselves out of hell. So anyway, honestly, I could care less if every Bible disappeared off the face of the planet. In fact, I would consider it a good thing if all the religious texts disappeared out of the world. Um, if you live your life by loving one another, being kind, doing no harm to people, that's my number one thing. I'm not want to harm you. I don't want to cause you harm or anything like that. I don't need a Bible to teach me that. I don't need a God to teach me that. Whether one exists or not, I don't need anyone to teach me that. To know how to love people, to know how to be nice, to know how to be kind. I don't need to be rescued. Now, I know maybe some people do, and people always say that, well, I've really learned how to live a good life, you know. Well, good, okay. It can be, it's helpful. Yes, it helped me. It helped me to be a better person for a while, but guess what? Now I know how to put on my own clothes. I learned how to crawl. I know how to walk now. I know how to talk. I know how to be nice. I've learned my lessons. I don't need to be spoon-fed, and I don't need to feel like shit every day of my life. So, that's my little rant, because I usually don't get to rant, because Brian doesn't like it when I rant on the podcast. But he still struggles with thinking that there is some type of validity and magic in the Bible, whereas I don't see anything magical about it at all. Nothing magical in that book at all. It's a fantasy world. It makes people feel bad about themselves. It steals their true identity. You can't be who you really are. You can't even know who you are if you're stuck in that world because it informs you. It tells you everything, how to be, what to say, how to act, how to do everything, how to feel. So you don't even get to think of those things on your own, you know? Um... And I, and I say this because it's true of my own life. That's what it was like for me. Like I feel free for the first time in my life. And I know that I thought that Christianity made me feel free because I was comparing it to other things. Um, but honestly, that type of freedom that I thought I had compared to what I have now, it's night and day. It is completely different. Um, it's like, you know, someone turned the light on in the world and I finally began to exist. Um, yeah, I know it sounds really harsh of me, but that's just how I feel. So I guess I just have an easier time. This God who hates homosexuals or loves them, but just can't deal with it. God forbid he can't hang with homos. He's got to like burn them forever. He's got to, he's the one with the stick up his butt. And, um, you know, I just can't. I, have, I just can't do that, that deity. Any deity that is going to banish people for trillions of years. I'm not saying like send them to hell for five years, ten years. No. Trillions and trillions and trillions and trillions. There's never any release ever coming for you. That's it. That's all you get. Like what kind of 
what kind of being does that? I mean, really? I mean, come on, if you had kids, would you ever in a million years do that? You know, even to the worst human that ever lived that did terrible things. I mean, even Hitler who killed responsible for the killing of six million Jews in the world. I mean, after he served like six million life sentences or six million, maybe he could serve six million years. At least at some point, Hitler would be able to get out of hell. But no, no one ever gets out of hell. No one gets out of hell. And to me, that is just batshit crazy. And, you know, gay people are awesome. And if you have a gay daughter or son or trans son or daughter or whatever, if you want to get hung up on pronouns and you want to spend your life getting pissed off, well, I feel sorry for you because you're missing out. It's a privilege. It is a privilege to have a gay person in the family. And it's just the best. And I like diversity. I like difference. I'm an artist. And um, anyway, I'm going to shut up because I've probably offended a bunch of people on here. But that's my little rant. And um, that's all I have to say. I'm going to I'm gonna get off here now, right now. Okay, you guys have a great day. I'm here at the new house. We have a new house. I'm pulling up flagstones in the back, cutting down bamboo because we have a lot of bamboo coming in to the yard. I have two other trees I need to cut down. Um, we have so much work to do. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm doing right now and enjoying that because I love manual labor. But I just really felt the need to respond to their podcast. And I know everyone has their own journey and you're probably on, you might be on a journey, maybe you're not. Hopefully you were lucky enough to be born into a non-religious family or to be more open-minded than I used to be because um, that has a lot of benefits. Um, but anyway, with that said, um, everybody have a great weekend. Talk to you later. Bye.